0: That's right, it's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Um, I am Jean McDonald. I'm here with my very good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How are you doing today? And uh, have you done your Weekly Review?
1: Um hi Gene. I am doing well today, but I still have not done a full weekly review.
0: Okay. That's why I was when I was going through our intro and I thought, I don't know why this would inspire you to do your
1: weekly (laughs) review. So you can feel superior to both of us. Feel
0: superior
1: to both of us.
0: No, me too. That's why I was laughing. And I I thought, oh well. It's it is what it is, as the people say. Um We have. I've been productive this week, and I have, um, you know, been working with OmniFocus, et cetera, to keep myself on certain tracks. But um, I, I definitely still have not polished off that um, encroaching big numbers on my email box, and I don't like that.
1: Yeah, and um, I also have been doing some work in OmniFocus, and my inbox and what have you. It's just not a full canonical weekly review or even close. But also <laughs> getting a number of things done, which is uh is a good thing. But although um talking about not exactly following GTD or using omnifocus as much as maybe we've been intending to, that kind of leads us into the topic for this week.
0: That's correct. Um, this week, I thought it would be interesting to sort of look back at our um, our childhoods, our lives with our parents, who I think we both agree our parents were accomplished people who accomplished a lot. And I know they didn't have OmniFocus, obviously, or GTD hadn't been written yet. So I don't remember them exactly exactly how they got things done. But I'd like to think about it a little bit and see like where maybe I was inspired, or at least, um, you know, maybe saw some things I didn't want to happen with my, you know, organizational habits. And so, uh, yeah, I thought that would be kind of fun, because I think, you know, we are all um, in some part products of the environments where we grew up, and it might be a little armchair, psychology here to look at what what we learned from
1: our parents. Definitely. Um would you like to go first?
0: Sure. I will start and uh uh the reason that it occurred to me is uh that this week I will be visiting my father in Florida and I grew up in Florida. He um still lives there and my father and my mother were both um Public school teachers and they both had graduate degrees that they earned when after they were married and had kids, they um, both were involved in union organizing and school board activism and all sorts of things, and had four kids and i i th- I was thinking I might ask him, How did you do that by the way dad <laughs> his eighty fifth birthday is coming up and I'm kind of impressed, you know, he's made it to 85 in pretty good shape. And, you know, not just physically, but certainly mentally. And I would say organizationally, you know, he seems to be uh, somebody who has it together as a uh, longtime retiree. So I started thinking about it. And that's uh, when I thought, James, wouldn't this be? <laughs> I'll bet you have some questions about that yourself. Um and in the case of my dad i literally can't remember him having any particular system and i think maybe part of it is like if you are a school teacher you have most of your day is set out for you you know mm-hmm. you don't do a lot of extra projects at work your project is being there and teaching plus grading and um you know writing lesson plans which often happens after Uh, classroom or planning hours, but you know, you have to do it because you know, you have to stand in front of the students the next day um, and give a a lesson about something. And so there's a sort of infrastructure I think helped. Um, And then like, he did a lot of projects around the house too. He was definitely, he is definitely a do-it-yourselfer. and. I remember him scribbling notes, you know, of what he had to buy and do, mm-hmm. like to build a certain kind of table or couch that um, we, uh, you know, that he wanted to build for our house. And so, you know, I think he, I can actually remember the stationery he used to write stuff on. We used to get lots of notepads from our insurance uh, oh, yeah. salesman, right? hmm <laughs> I'm still getting calendars from said insurance salesman myself. Um, he, you know, he's still around as well, and he he definitely had the swag. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I think there were just certain things that worked out um, by virtue of being a public school teacher. And also, you know, the year-round um, calendar helped, like, focus when you would do certain things as well, because they mostly took the summers off. So my theory is they probably did a lot of their graduate school work in the summer. Um, And, you know, but they also got a couple of good months off, you know, to relax, so they could work harder, you know, you Mm -hmm. push for 10 months, and then you take off two months. And that, um, you know, as kind of, Enforced mind like water situation. <laughs>
1: yes, so. <laughs>
0: definitely so. So yeah, and I would say with my mom, she uh, she had a less um, predictable schedule because she was a speech pathologist, and so she used to go to different schools every day and have different students. And so, I mean, she still you know had a regular full time schedule, but. You know, her schedule wasn't quite as regimented where she was teaching the same, say, five classes every day to the same students. And um, she also, I mean, one thing that I remember about my mother, uh, who passed away um, almost 20 years ago now, she was, uh, she had lots of piles of stuff on her desk. (laughs) And she had a desk in her bedroom, and it was never cleared off. And she would sometimes sit down, you know, on a weekend Mm -hmm. and dig through a bunch of stuff and try to clear things up, but it was never done. And I think, you know, that even though that's not a behavior I would have chosen to model, I feel that I'm still, you know, doing that. (laughs) And I, you know... I wonder, like, this would be an interesting year to see if I can can uh, break away from, you know, like, because in some ways, it's kind of nostalgic to me, you mm-hmm. know, like, being like my mother is generally a thing I'm proud of, because I think she was very, you know, extraordinary person.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so if I start being a really neat, no piles, no clutter person, is that a rejection? <laughs> I don't know. Will, I'm, will I feel like less connected to her? I don't know. But anyway, I know she didn't um, have any specific uh, task management system either. But uh, I think, yeah, I think if you have a life that has, has very, you know, specific work schedule, studying schedule, I mean, even in, if you're in graduate school, you always know what you have to get done, Mm -hmm. it's sort of, and, and then having four kids, there's only so much time in the day you really have that you can plan on because kids have, you know, just kids, kids tend to make your life more um, spontaneous, shall we say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so they probably didn't worry too much about hyper-scheduling their calendars and i honestly don't even remember them having calendars uh just paper address books that was kind of interesting you know relic from the olden days too so anyway that's what you know i'm thinking about when i see my dad i'm, I'm going to ask him about it he knows that i do this podcast and uh i'm sure he is a little curious at why i need so much more infrastructure <laughs> To get anything done, when uh, he got everything done, when it needed to be back in the day.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I've been when you brought up the topic, I've been thinking about it as well. I do also think that um, uh, in some ways there may have been less to process, say mm-hmm. twenty, thirty, forty years ago. Um, yeah. Like your main source of kind of your inbox was mail. Right. Um, like no email, no Slack messages, no direct <laughs> messages. There aren't like 17 different ways for somebody to try to contact you. Um, right. Which just in and of itself adds so many so much complexity. Um, huh. And, well, and you could get a phone call also. Right. Um, I, I was going to
0: point out too, like we didn't have – Um, we didn't have answering machines when I was a kid. Exactly. That came later. So you could just ignore.
1: Yes. (laughs) If a phone call came in and you weren't home, you didn't even get that phone call. Um, (laughs) So I think in some ways things have gotten much, much more complicated. Um, True, But on the other hand, it's not like um, you and I haven't, lived our lives. Like I know it's only coming up on two years, is it two? Um that I've read the Getting Things Done book. It's only Mm -hmm. two and a half years that I've been using Omnifocus. And so I've managed to get a good chunk of things done without those without those particular (laughs) tools either. And so have you. That's true. (laughs) Um and I know from my perspective, my dad Well, my mom was an incredibly organized person. Um, (sighs) So we certainly had like the calendar on the fridge, which had, you know, all the appointments, all of that was all very, very well documented for, the you know, any family things going on. Um, She was very well organized in terms of. To do lists, planning out, you know, grocery lists, planning like so she really was incredibly uh organized in running the household. Um and she taught for seventeen years and then after mm. I was born she uh well I guess shortly before I was born, she retired. Um and then she uh basically ran the house. Um which is good because my dad was less organized. Um but, you know, he managed to survive until he and my mom got married. He managed to buy a house. He managed to, you know, have a career. He managed to get a master's degree. So, you know, he wasn't, he was able certainly to get things done, but it seemed like he was definitely less of a list maker, less of a, a kind of highly organized in the way we think about maybe gtd or putting all your stuff in a trusted system my mom mm-hmm. certainly had what i think she would imagine is a trusted system um and i think it worked really well for her um mm-hmm. but she never she never like taught my sister and i about it. Although, you know, things were kind of regimented growing up on a summer vacation, you'd wake up and on the fridge for each for my sister and I, there'd be a list of chores to do that morning. (laughs) And then when the chores were done, which usually took, you know, most of the morning, then the afternoon, we'd go to the pool or, you know, the municipal pool and our afternoons Mm -hmm. would be free. I'd go to the library because I liked to read and it was air conditioned. So nice double whammy. Um, but I mean, I think, I think, uh, for me, the, um, it's not so much that, you know, people have never gotten anything accomplished before these tools arrived. Um, I think in some ways life was maybe a little simpler, um, or at least your inboxes were. And I also think that, um, Everybody kind of finds their own way, even without these systems, to the right. to the level that you know they're they're able um, and find what work for them. It's just for me, I think I tend more towards my well, no, I, I won't say that. In many cases, I tend more towards my mom's side, where I mm-hmm. prefer to be very organized, um, and then sometimes. I'm just very laissez faire, where I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. In which case, I'm not organized at all. Like, mm-hmm. it's a very all or none sort of thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was also that way for my mom.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, it is true that these tools that we are using today, we've, you know, we've watched them evolve um, in our adult lifetime as our. Digital inputs have you know gone from z- practically zero or zero to pretty much you know everything that we have to do nowadays comes in via our computers or our phones or sometimes by phone phone calls sometimes by snail mail, but mostly yeah, as you say email slacks texts et cetera um r s s feeds podcast, you know, (laughs) podcast cues and all the things that uh, we didn't have to worry about back in the day. But, you know, and I, I would say that it also, you know, that, I mean, it's no, no secret that our economic system has evolved such that many people don't work in the kinds of regular jobs that our parents did.
1: That's very true. And
0: so therefore have to manage their time, you know, in order to even make a living. And so, you know, everybody is a little company or a boss unto themselves. Um, Not everybody, obviously, but a lot of people are. And even the people who work in companies are encouraged to, you know, take control of their um, schedules and their time and be more productive. And, mm-hmm. and we, yeah, I mean, I think it would be fun to get a a, a productivity book from the 50s, though, and read it and yes. see what we think.
1: One other thing I was thinking about, just uh, picking what TV show you want to watch is yeah. <laughs> incredibly complicated, whereas it was not, right? So you used to have, like, you had, a, you had a TV, you had three channels, and maybe four or five local channels, mm-hmm. and that was pretty much what was on, and mm-hmm. you didn't have to worry about, do I pick up this streaming service or that streaming service, or maybe I pick this one up for a month because I want to binge watch this show, and then I'll cancel it. Like, there's, yeah. like, just just the realm of entertainment has become incredibly yeah. complicated. Um <laughs>
0: Yeah, it certainly has. I mean, I feel so overwhelmed. I think it's um you know, as you point that out, I think maybe that's why even though I have so many things at my fingertips that I can watch on demand at my choice, mm-hmm. at my whatever time I want to, I still enjoy sort of channel surfing or YouTube surfing because I like that feeling of like, oh, let's see what's on. Oh, it's something I want to watch. And I watch it, you know, I mean, it, it, the, the feeling of like deciding, then I have to decide, Uh, you know, it's not only scheduling or trying to figure out what to subscribe to, etc. It's like, also, hmm, you know, I, I find it hard to, to, to decide and make a commitment to watching a certain Mm -hmm. show at, you know, at a certain time, it, I, I can't really put my finger on it exactly. But I think you've. What you said is giving me a little insight into the fact that I grew up like you turned the TV on, and if you were lucky, something interesting was on, right, exactly. and you could watch it. And if you weren't, you might watch something not interesting because you wanted to veg out in front of your TV, and or you turned it off and you read a book or went outside and played or something.
1: And so. and that maybe to expand that even a little more is that um, I think that like today we all have, in many, many areas, many more choices than we used to. Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Which, on the one hand, that's great. But on the other hand, if there's the thing and that's the one thing, then that's what you're going to do or not do. You have kind of one decision. Um, Whereas with, well, I think even you were talking about, um, you know, using your credit card this particular credit card to get this particular reward right. even that is like i don't know 30 years ago 40 like that was not right. as big of a thing <laughs> it you wasn't know a you, thing. you had green stamps maybe um right <laughs> but you didn't have uh <sighs> you know now you could spend a whole 40 hours a week optimizing your credit cards
0: yes you can um, That is funny. And that's a good point. Um, And uh, also green stamps. Uh, Well, that really dates us because those haven't been around in a while. But I loved those things when I was a kid. I just loved getting the books from the grocery store. They only came in the grocery store as far, at least, you know, in my experience. And, you know, at the end of checking out, like they would give you X number of green stamps corresponding to your purchase, and, and you have a book to fill up, and when you filled up so many books, you could turn them in for stuff. I don't even remember what stuff we got
1: with them. <laughs> right. Well, it was all kinds of merchandise, I guess. I My parents were not super into it, but I just always remember being fascinated by these th- green stamps.
0: The closest thing, like, in recent memory to me, is like when uh, McDonald's would do their Monopoly promotion where you would collect little Monopoly cards and Mm -hmm. try to fill up a Monopoly board. And that was like that fun of like opening up and seeing what coupons you got (laughs) and putting them on your board. I guess that still exists in some um, other forms.
1: And I, oh, I love that game. Uh,
0: I I do too. Because it
1: combined two (laughs) of my favorite things that as a kid, which is Monopoly, which Lining up those colors, oh, it's, yeah. I don't know, something great about that. And um, and McDonald's, of course. Right. Yeah. And for me, what led me to OmniFocus, because I've also tried, well, we've talked about this early, early episodes, you know, we've both tried various organizational things over the years. Um, but it was, for me, coming from Apple um, with a bug tracker, right? Uh, oh, called Radar. Yeah. And in <laughs> essence, the culture is if it's not in the bug tracker, the problem doesn't really exist, right? It has mm-hmm. to be reported and tracked. And so I came to OmniFocus, you know, just with the thought that I kind of need a bug tracker for my own life, an issue tracker, Yeah. Um, which, although I had not read the book yet, that comes very close to the notion of capturing everything. Right? From getting things done. Um, Yeah. But again, I haven't done a weekly review in weeks. Possibly (laughs) months now. um, And I'm still accomplishing things. But I'm kind of reverting to my old school, keep a handful of things in my head and work on them model. Yeah. Which... Again, that's probably the model my dad used. And for the most part, that's probably the model my mom used, although with a lot more lists involved. It kind of works. But I'm not... I still feel like... I don't want to say should, because that's not a good word. But I know that I felt more on top of things when I was doing my weekly review regularly. Yeah. Like, now it's... I'm pretty sure nothing is due that I'm missing but I'm not absolutely sure. Whereas yeah. before it is nice to feel absolutely sure about that.
0: And I agree.
1: And I have a feeling probably well I'm pretty sure my dad never felt absolutely sure that there was something he wasn't missing. Um <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way it's just um, yeah. but also I think I have a tendency that maybe he had I can't really he never talked about it so I can't Definitely ascribe it to him. But when I'm focused on something, I really am not thinking about all, Like, those other things are not bothering me. Um, right. When I'm focused on something, I I don't have those open loops, don't seem to be gnawing at me. Um, mm-hmm. It's in between things that the open loops start gnawing at me.
0: Yeah. Or when you're brushing your teeth before you go to bed or when
1: you- <laughs> mm-hmm. or the worst is at you're night driving when you're yeah. in bed trying to fall asleep. And that's when you're probably, or at least I'm at my least energetically able to do a weekly review, but that's when the brain kicks in and says, oh, what about this? Oh, what about that? What about that? And you're like, oh, shut <laughs> yes. the, shut up. Just go to sleep. Yeah. It's nighttime. You don't
0: seem to be doing anything right now. Let me give you some ideas. <laughs> Brain, go to sleep. Yeah, so if you don't have anything else to uh, add to this particular subject, I think we should just wrap it up and get back to getting things done, because we know we do.
1: I think that's a great idea.
0: Okay, well, uh, listeners, if you have any interesting insights of how you're Family culture affects your um, ability to get things done or be organized or manage your tasks. Um, if your parents had some super good system in the pre-digital age, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. Um, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you could rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us, and it makes us smile to know that you like us. And our contest is still on. If you want to guess when James will actually do a weekly review, uh, you can send us an email at our at sayhelloattheweeklyreview.fm address with the subject weekly review, week guess, or at least the word guest in there, and pick the Sunday of the week you think James will actually complete a full weekly review. Now the correct guess will score something fun from the many cool tchotchkes at James's house. Uh, And I'm not eligible because I'm an employee of the weekly review. And so (laughs) I would love to get some tchotchkes from James's house. So I think it's a good contest uh, prize. And yeah, let us know. And at the rate we're going, we might have to Put on a second contest for me. uh <laughs> But I don't have as cool of tchotchkes as James has, so I don't know. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.
2: You got some things you want to get done, and still enjoy being a bit of organizational fun.